Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at nortonsimon.org. Support for Alaist comes from Visual Communications, presenting VC Film Fest, celebrating 40 years of Asian and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander filmmaking, with over 200 films May 1st through 10th. Info at festival.vcmedia.org. Alaist Studios. Is there like a specific energy playing in LA versus other cities? People are just so reactive. It's like having 800 best friends in the crowd and you've never met them before. They go, man. Like, like they, they're just like, all right, let's enjoy this. Let's dance. Let's sing along. People that have never seen you before, they sing along, they party. It's fucking great. From LA Studios, this is How to LA. I'm Evan Jacoby. And I'm Megan Botel. And today, we're bringing you some spots where you can catch some live jams for free. Or very cheap from the music capital of the world. This is How to LA Cheap Live Jams? Cheap live beats? Cheap live music? Why do you say music? Because it's funny. Oh. And we should note that there are other places in this country where live music is everywhere. Nashville, New Orleans, New York obviously has a big scene, Chicago. And in those places, free or very cheap music is a lot more accessible. Yeah, it can kind of be the norm. So that's why tonight we wanted to go around and find some cool spots to share with y'all where you can experience that joy without breaking the bank. Here we are at Industry Cafe and Jazz in Culver City-ish. No, this is officially Culver City. It's an Ethiopian restaurant and a jazz lounge. And tonight there's a four-piece jazz outfit. There's an energy to live music. You can tell walking through a space, wherever it is, if you hear music, you instantly know if it's live music or if it's just a recording. I love the uh, live aspect of playing with these other musicians because anything and everything can happen on a gig. You know, it's jazz. It's all improvised. This spot has been doing live jazz music almost every night for nearly 20 years. My name's Sean Stackpool. I play saxophone and flute. We're the Sean Stackpool Quartet. My name is Evan Pauchek and I play drums. Blake White, I play bass. My name's Ron Berman, I play guitar. You know, I've been here a couple of times actually, uh, once on a really bad date, and even though the date sucked, I still got to enjoy some nice jazz, so. And of course, the music is completely free. You just have to, you know, pay for whatever you eat or drink. What's your favorite part about playing live music? Definitely the spontaneity, people in the audience, even if you don't directly see them, you feel it, and it's a symbiotic kind of response. It's been really nice to kind of get back to playing, particularly 
because during the pandemic, we've all just kind of been in our practice rooms and to be able to work on things and then try them out live and then see people's reaction to them. We, we're just getting back to kind of getting that again. And it's been a really nice feeling to, to see people respond well to something that you've worked on. The budget for the city of Vienna, for the opera, for all of the classical tradition, whatever, was greater than the total amount of money that the United States spend on the arts. Do you think that music should be accessible and free? I think music should be free and accessible, but yet at the same time, obviously, people should be able to do what they love and to be able to live doing that. The first time I was able to get back together with musicians and play music, I cried. I, it, it means everything. That's my favorite thing in the planet to do, is to play music with other musicians. I think it's at least an 11 on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah, it feels amazing to be with people. <laughs> So we had our tea, some Ethiopian pastries. Talked all about jazz. What's this? What are you doing? That's what jazz cats do. They snap their fingers. I'm not sure if that's what they do. And speaking of the power of music and community, this is not the right alleyway. What are you talking about? Now we're headed to a very different environment. Okay, so we're downtown LA, walking into the smell. We're walking over piled up curb stoppers. <laughs> Whoa! We're going to an all ages punk show as full grown adults might be kind of weird. You're not allowed to use me saying, Whoa. We didn't dress properly. I'm Shaden and I'm at The Smell. I'm a vendor here and I silkscreen and sell shirts and prints and things like that. I just like to go around to different music scenes and different shows and vend my things that I make. <laughs> the smell is one of the best examples of replicating griminess because it's like the one of the only venues in LA that actually is in like an alleyway. Hence, like it's smelly, it's the smell. This is an all ages place, so this is kind of like where everyone goes. It's kind of like a rite of passage if you went to high school in LA. I went before the pandemic when I was still in high school. And this is my first time after the pandemic now as a college student. And it's kind of interesting to see the way that the scene changes, you know, post-pandemic and how it's still living and, you know, kicking. <laughs> We're finally getting that momentum that we had prior. It's still not there completely yet, but it's interesting to see like these new faces that really kind of took the pandemic and quarantine to like express themselves. And so you're seeing a lot more like people with wacky clothing, a lot more tattoos. Um, a lot more mullets, uh, piercings, etc. Why is it important to have places that that are cheap, like that people can afford? You know, not eighty-dollar Ticketmaster tickets. Um, accessibility. You know, if you're an artist and you want to play and you don't have a huge following, you can play at these kind of venues. And so I think it's a lot about like collectiveness. We just did this festival out in Joshua Tree. It was completely free and we just invited everyone and you could camp wherever you want. And it was kind of this coming up of cheap scenes and younger generations kind of taking the helm. 
My name is Kiara Caban. I'm Zuri. And we are volunteering at The Smell. Yeah, for a drunk punk show. Mm -hmm. I love The Smell so much because my first time here was like last year, I think. And then like a couple months later, I played here. My first ever show, like ever. I play guitar. You can be whoever you want to be here. It's a safe space. Not only that, you're accepted here. You're like embraced here, and yeah. that's why I love being here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a drummer in the same band. Yeah. And this is our singer. Oh hey. <laughs> Sorry, I was like not trying to interrupt. <laughs> The way the smell works is if you want to book a show here, you should volunteer first because like it just shows that you care about the community and you like actually care about what you're doing and you don't just want to like get your band on stage. We volunteer a lot just because we love throwing shows here and we appreciate the space for being here. It's been here since the 90s and like does not make enough money to survive <laughs> and like it's crazy that it's been able to stay open this long so that's why we volunteer our time here as much as we can. That was just, I don't know if I want to say a blast from the past, but it almost felt like I was watching like a movie because I haven't encountered that type of mind in such a long time, probably since I was in my late teens and 20, living in Brooklyn or, you know, at shows in San Francisco, and these kids are just like fun. Walking up to the Venice West, right off Lincoln Boulevard. I actually have no idea who's playing tonight, but we'll find out. So this last spot is a small music venue, but it's also a pretty good restaurant and bar. And you're pretty guaranteed to see some good music any night of the week if you just show up. Sort of like we did tonight. And it's one of the few places on the west side where you could see live music consistently. This is the most expensive place on the list, but it still could probably be classified as cheap. Yeah, tickets are usually under $15, which is less than Ticketmaster's service charge, I should note. So the band playing here tonight is called Magic Giant. They're a local band, and they had a ton of fans that were singing along. They knew every word to every song. I'd never heard of the band, but apparently they're known. mistaken you do live music every single night that you're open all every day except mondays this is uh aj graves uh, the head of security at the venice west we have every genre here country hip-hop heavy metal punk rock my band's played here i'm in a misfits uh, tribute band called doyle rules we played here last week sold out you know we have george porter from new orleans we have the new party stone foxes prs1 coming in next week selling out mix master mike from the beastie boys so we have all genres country we do it all LA is a very special place. That's annoying to say, annoying to hear, but it's true and it's because of just this wealth of the arts that we have here. It's where all the big music studios are. Pretty much every famous musician lives here unless they've, you know, moved to Utah on a mountain or some shit. Yeah, but 
but the prices can get kind of nuts. I mean, there's a beautiful theater next to my apartment, but their cheapest shows are $30 a night. And, you know, if you're just trying to hang out and have a good time for 20 minutes before dinner, I mean, that's not super accessible. Half of it is just it's so nice to be in the presence of somebody who is making music. And if you could do that for free or if you could do that for cheap or if you could just be going to a cool restaurant and there's the band playing in the corner. Like there's something so special about that. I love playing in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is the funnest. My name is Noah Sacre. I make music under the name Spielberg. And we just got to open for Magic Giant. Anything you want to do is available here any night of the week. Everyone is based here. Like, you're, you're an Uber ride away from anything you want to do. You want to do a show, you want to be in movies, you want to be a PA. Like, anything is truly possible. And there's palm trees, and there's good weather. That is all the time we have for you tonight. We'll put all the spots we visited in the show notes so you can check them out too. And keep an eye out for a full list of our favorite places across Los Angeles that we'll be posting to our website over on las.com slash howtola. How to LA is produced by Megan Botel and me, Evan Jacoby. Our usual host is Brian De Los Santos. Erica Washington writes her newsletter, Chris Farias is our social media producer, Hazmik Pagosian is our engineer, and Megan Larson is our executive producer. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.